Hey everyone, due to unforeseen circumstances, we didn't record an episode this week. Instead, we humbly offer this full-length bonus episode. When we recorded episode 130 with Brandon Marsden, we had so much fun that we recorded for something like three hours. What you're about to listen to is all the stuff we couldn't fit into episode 130. Hope you enjoy it. It's kind of been... The subliminal message has been like, uh, people are scary or whatever, which is, isn't really true. Like, I mean, some people are scary, but. Well, yeah, we got some pretty scary people around us. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Something about Pennsylvania seems to draw a lot of hill folk. Isn't yeah, what do they say it is? Pittsburgh in the west, Philadelphia in the east, and Alabama in the middle. Something that's like where that. we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't like, Pennsylvania was the pizza bomber thing, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It sure was. The guy with the with the pizza bomb around his neck was uh was upstate. Yeah. Did you yep. see that Netflix series on it? I saw that. I did. That was I did. That was wild. That was that was such a convoluted, crazy, weird I need freaking to wa- I need to watch happenstance. This. It's yeah, just you unbelievable. To, you, you do you need to watch that. That's you think you know about it, you don't. You don't know anything about it until you've seen yeah. that. That was there's so like she was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but like hyper, like wildly intelligent, but Ugh. crazy ultimately. There's a fine line between genius and insanity, and she told she went into both. (laughs) And Pennsylvania, also famous for Bud Dwyer. Yep. Oh yeah. (laughs) Everybody knows the Bud Dwyer story. What's worse than a bullet in the or a gun in the washer? A bullet in the Dwyer. (laughs) I remember that joke from back in the day. We were watching TV that day when all that shit happened because they cut into our regular. Yeah. I think we had a we had a snow delay that day. They mm-hmm. cut into our into our regular shows because of this breaking news, and here the guy blows his head off on freaking live television. Man. Yeah, they That's showed so it all. Wild. Yeah, it, yeah, they showed it there because it was a live feed. Um, I watched it as an adult, and it's more disturbing to me now than it was when I was a kid. I yeah yeah, it's extremely upsetting. Um, yeah yeah, especially finding out he was innocent. Yeah, yeah, that he took the fall to protect his family, basically. Like, yeah, I mean, and the song "Hey Man, My Shot" by Filter is is about that. Yeah, about that is. Yeah, I had heard that. I didn't know if that was actually true or not. That's confirmed by the artist. Um, Hmm. That's been confirmed by the artist. Yeah, the artist uh, Patrick Henry. Patrick, uh, I think it's Patrick Henry. No, it's no. Uh, he's a, he's a he's a younger brother of the the T two guy Robert right. Robert Patrick Robert Patrick oh Robert Patrick and Robert Patrick and and uh, Richard Patrick Richard Patrick that's Richard it Richard Patrick yep there we go yeah and he was in Nine Inch Nails. And then, he went Trent he Reznor. <laughs> and then he got in an argument with Trent Reznor and he told him, go start your own fucking band. And he did. He's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Peace out. Like, if you don't like it, go start your own fucking band. I don't know if it exactly happened like that. 
It sounds good enough. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something that's very feasible. Kind of argument we've all had with somebody. I just wonder, like, like Trent Reznor seems like a pretty serious guy. Like, I wonder how hard it is to work with him. I've uh, never heard any stories about him. I being bet he's difficult. a control freak. I'm guessing he is. Yeah. But I with the products he's so. put out, how could you argue? That's true. That he could yeah. or should be in charge. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like that brings me to actually, I, I, I noticed your username i'm not going to say it brandon because i don't know if you want but uh me to do that but uh, uh was that a reference to mr bungle which one is my username what's my... retro vertigo oh yes yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. i am a mega like mike patton yeah. fan mike patton is oh yeah i'm actually i have a mr bungle poster right Right on my door, right behind me, actually. Oh, nice. The uh, the uh, that virtual concert they did from a couple of years ago. Where, okay. Or whatever the night they came home, Halloween 2020. Yeah, when they got back together with uh, Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo. Yeah, yeah, I love. I, I love... wonder if that's. I wonder if that's where Anthrax got the idea to do the virtual concert from. Because you know Scott Ian. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, he got back with like, like they recruited him for Mr. Bungle, and then he he went and also brought back like Stormtroopers of Death mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Anthrax, which were like his old bands that he hadn't even done anything with, and I don't even know how long. But, Anthrax well, is uh, is arguably my favorite band. <laughs> what I love about about Bungle and Faith No More back in their day, especially, is that they would cover any fucking song that you can imagine by any artist yeah. in any genre and just make it their own. One time, well, I, I was I gonna felt- say that um, um, I can't think of the song. It got cut off Angel Dust because they used too many samples, but it's it uses a. Uh, um, it's actually, I think it's a, about Bud Dwyer. I think hmm. so. Uh, it's called The World Is Yours. It's it's kind of like a Bond theme type deal. <laughs> I don't know if it was going to be, because I know there was a, uh, Timothy Dalton was going to do a third Bond and it was going to be set in Tokyo and be like around the time of, the, the, of uh, when Angel Dust came out. Which is okay. ninety two or, or ninety three or ninety one, yeah, any of those years. Right. But anyways, then it got canceled, and then ultimately Pierce Brosnan came on to do Goldeneye in ninety five. But I was uh, <laughs> I always liked to I always think uh, Timothy Dalton was an underrated Bond. I think he's <laughs> probably was. I think those are two of the best ones. To be honest, who would you say is number one? Uh the guy who did in Her Majesty's Service, the only, the one single Bond film that George he did, Lazenby. Roger, oh, yeah, George Lazenby, he George was, he Lazenby, was it. Yeah. Oh, he winks <laughs> into the camera and just, uh, he was so full of himself. Oh my gosh. He kind of fucked his own career like immediately. I kind of like Daniel Craig, but the, all, they almost don't feel like Bond movies to me. I think they're the best movies. Action wise, are 
like i think yeah no i think they're like the best made films like yeah like blockbuster wise but i just don't think they're they're not exactly bond yeah they don't have that that vibe to them they're no they they take themselves too seriously yeah 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 they're almost like superhero movies Mm -hmm. a little bit there's a like a style over substance yeah, I like I like my bond to be a little more self deprecating at times, but in a tongue in cheek way that you know he doesn't really mean it, you know. Like, whereas Daniel Craig is just this grim specter, <laughs> you know. Always, just, yeah, you know, in everything he plays, you know. He, Does he? Has that. he ever smiled? I don't think I think his face um, would break yes, apart. Yes, when he played a uh he played one of the gay prisoners in uh what's that? The uh the, the Truman Capote movie. Oh not not the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, oh, the one okay. with Toby Jones. Never saw that one. They they came out like uh, I think the Toby Jones one. It was Toby Jones and Sandra Bullock. Hmm. Uh, I think it came out a year before Capote. I can't remember what it was called. Can't remember. Uh, I think it was like a three-worded title. I don't know. It's basically the same story, though. But I was, I don't know. I was, well, Philip Seymour Hoffman's amazing, but oh yeah, he, undoubtedly he's great, and he was great in everything. Have you, see, have you seen the trailer for uh, Licorice Pizza? No. It's uh, the upcoming Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Okay. And he casts uh, uh, whatever. The, 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 I can't remember her name. From Haim. Something. Lily Haim or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, saw the, I saw the trailer for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I think, I think it is Lily Haim. Yeah. His son. Yeah. Who, who bears a resemblance. Yeah. Certainly. But neither of them have acted before. From yeah, that's what, that's what it said. Anyway. Yeah, but they were both. This is both for for them uh, first. It looked good though. Yeah, it looked very good. Yeah, somebody at work was like, "Oh, have you seen? Did you see?" Uh, or he's like, "I'm looking forward to licorice pizza or something." And I was like, "What? Are you bringing that's in the pizza strange with licorice? Oh, that sounds like that sounds fucking awful, dude." Yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Followed very closely by licorice diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> and then licorice disease. Uh well, we, licorice death. Yeah. Was, was that <laughs> Tom? That was you that told me a guy died from eating black licorice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was this guy who was only eating like three or four. I guess he was eating like the red strawberry Twizzlers at for a while, but he finally decided that they just didn't hit the spot quite the way that black licorice did. So he would eat about. That's like, uh, that's like deciding regular porn doesn't do it anymore. So you got to move on to like midgets or something. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing that tastes worse. Yeah. (laughs) So he would eat like, like you know the big bag of Twizzlers that you can get, he would eat one of those a day of black licorice, and he was doing it for for like a decade or something, and then he and then he died of organ failure because <laughs> he was so loaded up with 
I don't know if it's the tannins or the the um, the anise or what it is in licorice, but in large amounts, it's toxic. Uh, anus. Anus. <laughs> and over time, he was poisoning himself. So he had just destroyed his liver and his like his his like pancreas and just completely melted the inside of his body with this shit. And it was like, like nobody had, like nobody's aware of it either. They're yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> He's talking to his doctors. He's like, oh, no, no, man, you're fine. You're, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're rotting on the inside. Don't worry. Don't worry mm. about that anus you're eating. I don't eat anus, sir. It's anus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's probably just a stomach virus. You'll be fine in a week. Just, uh, that reminds me, I don't know why, but it reminded me of like, remember that sweeping craze in the 90s shortly after the PMRC stuff where everything language-wise had to be changed, like the pronunciation. So instead of harassment, it's harassment. And instead of um, barbiturate, it was barbiturate because the word bitch is in it. And then- I like, vaguely remember people, well, yeah. It went that. on. It went on for about like two, six years, two, four, six years, something like that. And I've never heard of anyone doing it since. It's gone right back to harassment because no one wants to sound like an asshole and say harassment. <laughs> Dictation. I mean, penis tation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need you to come in here, Mrs. Struthers, and uh, take some penis station. Shooting the shit on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And my bladder's holding out, so we're good. Yeah, I just released mine not long ago, and I am good. So do you watch hockey? Not as much as I used to. Mm. Uh, I uh, I pay attention, but uh, not as not that much. Not I'm really. a pretty rabid fan myself. Yeah. Well, well, of of all things, Philadelphia sports. Yes, that's that's my uh, Philly fanatics. That's my that's my uh, my thing. Yep. Flyers, Sixers, Phillies, Eagles. And uh, even the wings in lacrosse, if I happen to catch a game on TV in the union for soccer, although I got to admit, I don't know when the last time was I watched a full soccer game, <laughs> probably uh, when I went to see one live one time and I was like, wow, yeah. this is this is like watching paint dry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say sports are always better live. but <laughs> yeah, That's one of those times when it might not be because you're just like. Dude, this is taking forever. My kids were, my kids were singing. We're in one of my kids was in a uh, thing to sing uh, the halftime at the game, and I'm like, so do you get to keep the balls if they come into the stands? Oh, and that was pretty much my only thought the entire time. Was besides, man, I'm getting tired watching these guys running back and forth. Yeah, that's. I think soccer. Baseball, baseball's it's pretty all right live, actually. Yeah, I like going to games. We try to uh, we try to get down because I live we live about a hundred miles or so outside of uh, Philly where we're at now. Okay, so 
you know, it's an hour and a half drive, two hour drive, depending on what traffic's like to get down and to the sports complex and everything. So I try to go to usually at least two or three baseball games a year. Uh, this year I'm going to a Flyers game, which is a rare uh, occasion. My, my wife has never been to a Flyers game and she likes them. So she, where I'm taking her to one for Christmas and I've gone to a Sixers game and I've only been to one Eagles game my whole life. And that was a preseason game because who the hell can afford NFL tickets? Yeah. They're pretty expensive from what I've heard. Yes. Yes, they are expensive and, and, or unavailable. Yeah. Like there's a waiting list to get tickets to go to games and stuff. And I'm like, you've got a stadium that holds, you know, we'll say 85,000 people. You mean to tell me that there's never any like empty seats just once in a while? Nope. (laughs) No, there's not. Wow. That's incredible. Actually. Really? I mean, they make their money. Yeah. No kidding. Huh? It's a lot of money in sports. Uh, yes. definitely yeah the closest nfl would be well it is buffalo right? the bills but i've never been so i know people that have gone down gone to a game and then but it's it's a bit dangerous when you you know it's like you can't uh well, I guess you could have one or two, but you can't really be getting drunk and trying to cross the border again. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, you'd have to also be independently wealthy in order to get drunk at a football game or something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, the people like I know baseball have money. Games, yeah, you can, you can get shit-faced at a baseball game pretty easy. The beers aren't that expensive. When you're talking about, you know, football, for some reason, the price quadruples. Uh, well, <laughs> no, nah, they're really... Every the sports uh, stadium is expensive here. It doesn't matter what the heck it is. It's like, oh gosh, I think two beers would cost you like twenty five bucks. Or that sounds about right. Yeah, maybe more. That's ridiculous. Yep. I yeah, think I went last... to I went to a concert in Toronto a few years ago when it was. Uh, I think two beers were like 40 bucks or something like that. Wow. And they're not even like a proper cup of beer. It's like a little plastic solo cup, right? Usually actually like these were tall cans. Oh, were they really? Okay. Yeah. But that's still unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, where you get those at the store for like five bucks less. I don't even know. When I was, if they just let me bring in my own, we wouldn't have this problem. When I was dating my wife, we just, we stayed at this hotel and we wanted to drink. And so I go down to the hotel thinking, oh, yeah, you know, like I've always seen this in movies. Like, oh, yeah, you just order whatever and they'll send it up to the room. And I go down there and I'm like, yeah, I'd like a bottle of vodka. And they're like, yeah, that'll be one hundred and twenty five dollars. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and what kind of vodka is it? And they're like, that's just our house blend or whatever. And I was like. Okay, so where's the nearest liquor store? And they gave me directions, and I ended up spending like twenty dollars, come back with a bottle of liquor, you know. But it was like <laughs> the upcharge for this hotel was outrageous. Now it was mm-hmm. in DC, and it wasn't a nice part of DC, oh, wow. but it was still 
I've never ever been to another place like that where where the upcharge was that high. Well, the four star five diamond hotel that I used to work at, uh, if you would order room service and get like a six pack of beer, would be like a hundred dollars wow. or more. Wow. So yeah, you just when you go to those places, you either bring your own shit or you don't have it. Can, can, can we talk about the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie for a moment? I know none of us are going to watch it or anything oh, like that, but yeah. how stupid, how fucking stupid does that look? Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched the trailer yet. Yeah, I remember. Like, some it, of the yeah. worst CGI, and it just looks dumb. Like, Keenan Thompson made a horrible decision. Well, he probably made a good decision because he probably got paid, yeah. you know, big for being in that movie, but it's just a terrible, terrible idea. And all this time, I wonder where is Kel and what is he doing? He's still doing stuff for Nickelodeon. Is he really? Yeah, honestly, he is. He's been on a couple of their shows as an like he's got to be in his in his mid to late forties now. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like the um, uh, who's the one Nick? He's like the Nick Cannon of Nickelodeon. Yeah, you know Nick Cannon's always on all the hip shows on MTV. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, is he still? Kel Mitchell does all the shows on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Refuses to grow up. I would not want to be associated with Nickelodeon right now. Not after that shit with what's his name, um, Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder, yeah, that shit bag. You know, like and his obsession with little girls' feet. Like, 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 when you take that into it, I wouldn't would not want to be associated with Nickelodeon. Well, on at least it was level. only their feet. <laughs> no, it's not okay. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down, so to speak, and saying no. Uh, I'm not going to devil's advocate this one. So, <laughs> you know uh, damn right. Well, I'm not either. I just I know, wanted to I say. I just wanted to say it like that. Well, at least it was only their feet. Only their feet. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino approves. You see that? It's a Photoshop picture of like that. It looks like a fucking like a four year old's foot in his mouth. <laughs> That's what terrible. <laughs> he's definitely a weird guy, but I don't think he's that weird. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is a strange dude, I would imagine, in, in real life. Yeah. Not knowing him personally. Yeah. Well, you can kind of just tell. Uh, well, he definitely knew. I mean, not that we want to go deep down that road, but he absolutely know about the wine, knew about the Weinstein stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and like he's weird. Like, like you'll see him in an interview with with black people, and he's talking like he's street, and then he'll be on like the Today Show, and he's talking cultured, and then he'll be on some like macho dude bro show, and he'll be talking like that. Like, well, that's what happens when you (laughs) all you know is movies. Yeah. Like the guy's just—he spent like he worked. What he worked at a movie store, and he's then a chameleon. He started making movies, and so yeah. he just doesn't know how to relate to the surprised world. If he like ever really assimilated, I don't know. He's like uh, Abed from uh, Community. 
where he's like he doesn't know how to interface with people so he yeah. just does it through movies and references <laughs> and shit because <laughs> we've all known people like that I mean you know we've all known people like that I knew a guy who would like he had I worked at this printing press place for a, a winter just uh filling their quota for for tax documents that they needed to have scanned and proofread and all that good shit so they could go to press and uh it was a bunch of art students and uh this one guy was like in love with this girl that 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 uh was on my shift whenever he would come in he would try to impress her with his sketches of dnd characters and stuff like like straight out of napoleon dynamite you know you know, like, <laughs> I spent about four hours on the nose alone. You know, like it was like that, only not that delivery. And and like I asked her, I asked her about it one time, and she's like, "I wish he would leave me alone. He's such a creep." I'm like, I'm like why don't you just tell him to leave you alone? He's like, "I have. He doesn't get the picture." But he wasn't like creepy enough to be a problem. He was just creepy in the sense that he had like no sense of. It's probably just awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was and he was a nice guy. Um, had had some issues, but who doesn't? But yeah. to her, Isn't he was that? a creepazoid, you know, like. Creepazoid. Yeah. Creepazoid. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> Shit, so have I. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're all kind of, I mean, yeah, I, I've done that. I mean, I've not done that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not quite that far, but, yeah. You know. But I mean, we're, I'm talking about also the same kind of person who like, and this actually happened to me. I was in a mall. I was in high school. And this was a guy who was like, just, you know, kind of awkward and nerdy and didn't really know how to talk to people and uh he he related to the world a lot through comic books and D, which you know i get that but he didn't have any sense of when to do things we're in a mall and someone dropped their drink and it just splattered all over everything and he immediately in this loud echoey mall shouts haha you rolled a one <laughs> what the fuck? that's we pretty were, funny yeah we were just that's like oh funny. no oh my god and there's like all these people looking and there's like like you know girls on the opposite end of the mall who are like now looking at us and i'm like please don't look at me on <laughs> my face because i might like to talk to you later and, and this guy <laughs> fucked it up you know? <laughs> i'm forever stained by this <laughs> that reminds me of uh, uh, I went and, and hung out with my uh, frequent co-host Elliot and uh, we hadn't seen each other in a while and so he was I, was I was pretty cool with it I was like you know we still like podcasts and stuff together it doesn't have to be that awkward just because we haven't seen each other in person in a while but mm-hmm. I don't know but it was it was pretty <laughs> it was fine and then uh, uh, we're walking down. It was in the summertime, and it was a bit 
crowded in the, the street. It was more of like the downtown area. And so, you know, where you have that, where you kind of, well, we were eating ice cream. And so I went to uh, throw out my napkin into the trash and then I diagonaled back, but there were like people coming on the opposite direction of the sidewalk. So the way I kind of cut in, I kind of swiped hands with him. Huh? And, he comes, <laughs> and he goes, where are you, gay? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, dude, there were people walking. Like, oh, fuck. Like, that's not a <laughs> like, situational awareness sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> he plays a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. You're reminding me. Maybe people who play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons are of similar species. I think so, yeah. I was gonna say, Tom. <laughs> I'm I I'm managed to pull myself up out of it, you know, and not be that guy in the room. But mm. to be a good dungeon master, you kind of have to be willing to embarrass yourself. But you have to be able to will be willing to do that in the right environment. You don't have to do it at the mall. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you can do it in the at the gaming table, and that's fine. It makes for entertaining, you know, playing. But you gotta be able to know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's an interesting thing. I guess if you don't have that switch, yeah, then you're probably better off just not. I kind of realized that. I was I was kind of doing some things, and I thought I was the person who had the switch, and then starting to realize I'm not that person. So it's like, time to start doing, stop doing some things, and start doing different things. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a number of switches in there, you know, and 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 sometimes you flip one and six other ones flip, yeah, and then and then you're fucked trying to fix it all. So, yeah, I, I can I can understand that. I, I there's some switches that I I can't flip on my own, and uh, yeah, I just I just you know you just have to. Well, there's certainly something to be said about. Uh, being in a room full of weirdos and not thinking you're a weirdo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, like, you mean like who the fuck are who the fuck are all these weirdos? Why am I here? <laughs> uh, hi. <laughs> hmm. Maybe look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. You have clown makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the clown mode, everyone. <laughs> doot, doot. Uh, sometimes I feel like that, especially in like uh, college days, where we used to, we used to go to uh, just for fun. We would go down. A bunch of us would go down to like hole in the wall karaoke bars or whatever down the street that were just full of like it was like a bunch of fresh faced like. 20 like college age people all walking into like this place that smelled like somebody just took a huge shit in the middle and it was like a bunch of <laughs> bunch of like the scrubbiest people in town it was like they're all looking at you like what the fuck <laughs> you don't belong here yep there was a bar like that right outside of my uh uh 
my first duty station, Fort Meade, Maryland. Duty. And you uh, said duty. <laughs> I did. And uh, yeah, there was this shitty little hole in the wall bar. And and yeah, we would go do karaoke. Probably like every third weekend. Because <laughs> there was nothing else to do, you know? Yeah. There's oh, not much that you, you can go get a tattoo at a shitty and get hep C from it at a fucking shitty tattoo parlor outside a base, but that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Remember I used to get uh, we used to go every Thursday and it was just me and this other guy and we'd always do killing him in the name of by rage against the machine. Oh nice. <laughs> just so fucking piss people off. I like <laughs> we weren't even trying to do it good. We were just drunkenly screaming. <laughs> I like to go to bars and restaurants where they have like the touch tunes uh uh jukebox yeah. system where you can do it with your phone. So I'll get in there and I'll just put on like I don't know Rush twenty one twelve, just fucking play the whole goddamn album because it's one track. Like it's the one track is like twenty five minutes long, and then I'll, oh, I'll I'll push it up to the front so it'll play, and then I'll just leave. No one has any fucking idea. <laughs> so the people who are, are like Rush are like, cool, cool. But everyone else is like, fuck, this song is it ever going to end? The fuck is that? Do you ever <laughs> listen to the John Mulaney bit about the diner? Maybe. Where he goes into the diner and it plays What's New Pussycat. Oh, Him and his friend yeah. when they're little. Plays, plays What's New Pussycat like 23 times in a row. And just drives people insane. No, guessing, I never. I guessing never, you haven't heard that. Anyway, it's, 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 it's worth it, it's worth it's worth a listen sometime. My middle school, for some reason, thought it was a great idea to put a jukebox in our cafeteria. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was and and it was during the time when the two big popular smash hits. Or don't worry, be happy by Bobby McFerrin and uh, Aruba, Jamaica, whatever by uh, Kokomo Boys, Kokomo, yeah, yeah, the Beach Boys, yeah. and those kids, kids would just pump their quarters in and play that those two songs over and over again, and I would just and I didn't hate those songs, but after you've heard it like eight times in a row, you start to dis- just can't stand it anymore and and i'm sitting there watching the teacher's faces go ashen as they have to deal with this hideous music over uh, over again aruba jamaica Ooh, Uh, i want to take it to bermuda the lunchroom uh, come on pretty mama you reminded me of a story the dish line montego what It reminded me of a story of when I was in the military and uh, uh, there was this, it was, uh, it was actually during the, the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, I guess this, they sent everyone to like a, a base, like ready to uh, help with all the, cause they, they ended up deploying the military into like long-term care homes and like retirement homes because of the, that's because they needed help there. 
but then they also sent a bunch of people just to like bases who never ended up doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, later on, I got sent somewhere and, and my roommate was this guy. And I guess he just came from somewhere else where he wasn't doing anything and he didn't he didn't really get uh, any showers in or anything. So oh. it was like after the first the the, uh, the first day he was there and we did our morning uh, exercises and then he goes in the shower and he brings his speaker. <laughs> and uh, by this time. I, my shower was basically done as he was coming in. So I go and I'm in the, and it's basically like a, just a, a dormitory, like full of like rooms with like swinging doors and like bunk beds and it's all tile. So you, it echoes pretty good. And you just hear that song Kokomo blasting by the beach boy. <laughs> He's fucking singing at the top of his lungs. Like, oh, I want to take it. And you can hear, like, everybody can fucking hear him. People are, like, opening the doors. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and then he, so he comes back in the room, and he just sets everything down. He goes, ah, that was the best shower I've ever had. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. When I was in basic <laughs> training, we were laying there one night. Everyone was all rowdy. I think it was like, no, we were probably about halfway through our cycle. So, you know, people started to, wasn't misery anymore. It was just sort of like, all right, yeah, tomorrow we're going to do this bullshit. And uh, um, we're trying to go to sleep. And, and, and like the one couple of people were like, oh, come on, we're going to get smoked. I don't want to get smoked. I want to go to sleep. And, and so finally it gets quiet. And it stays quiet for about a minute. And then this guy, Butler, goes, oh, we the saints. I'll go marching in. <laughs> it was so goddamn loud. And the, everyone in the room is like, and I was there like, are some you know weird what? fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. It was so goddamn funny. I just, I picture his mental process is that, oh man, I got, I'm sitting on this. This is funny. It's so quiet. It'd be so funny if I just screamed out a song right now. <laughs> Just at the top of my lungs. That one of all songs. That one. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh my god, I could go on the topic of army stories for quite a while. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you could. Yeah, I've got a few myself. All right now. All right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. What was his name? I wish I could remember his name. He was a master sergeant. And um, he, he just had this really chilled, laid back demeanor. And whenever he would see it, he'd say, all right, now. <laughs> just like that. And it became my thing for a while. Like, I just all right, around man. people be like, all right, now. <laughs> all right, like, Spread the joy forward. There's this one sergeant who he fucking, he looked exactly like Napoleon Dynamite. And it was very hard to take him seriously, call him oh, Drew. Oh, God. <laughs> I believe it. You uh, were like, gosh. No, I wasn't even in the, uh, I was just on the same, uh, like I, I worked in, 
the same place as he worked, but I wasn't like on his, he wasn't my instructor. He was the other course instructor, but just hearing him was like, <laughs> I have a drill, He's going drill and you're like laughing behind his back and the people are like fuck off <laughs> he's yelling at us right now we're trying to take him seriously <laughs> I had a drill sergeant who she was probably about right there. <laughs> she was probably about six foot tall and probably weighed under 90 pounds oh, oh my god, god. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And she had this big, fluffy afro. So oh, she wow. looked she looked like a microphone. <laughs> used to call her Mr. Microphone. But <laughs> she had this high pitch, like, like, what are you doing, Private Cash? Why are you standing here in your underwear? Just this high pitch, like Muppety voice. And um it just it, it got very uh, like annoying to like deal with her on a daily basis, but then she would do something to make her Muppetness stand out even more. Like she would read a inspirational quote from her calendar. Oh God! In front of in full formation, and no. then like a guy's hand would come out of her rear end, and she would just slump over, <laughs> just like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I saw you. <laughs> Do you ever try to like <laughs> grab him, <laughs> try to slightly swipe above her head and see if like, her arm flailed up? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I get caught in her strings. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Where <laughs> you start singing Master of Puppets. <laughs> Buster of puppets, I'm pulling your strings. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I would love if you could get her on here. Oh my god, that would be crazy. That would be insane. Uh, she's probably I think fun is what you mean. She is probably 50, uh, somewhere in her 50s by now, maybe a little older. I think huh, she she's was, probably retired. Oh, for sure. I bet probably. she has some good stories. She, you know, the thing is, like, outside of being a drill sergeant, she was a nice enough person. It was just that her way of being intimidating was to just be shrill, and and it it was it didn't really intimidate you, except that she could fuck your day up if she really wanted to. You know, like you know, there were a couple times where she busted me down in terms of permissions like privileges like didn't have civilian clothes to wear and you know i had to give those up or i had to give up my stereo or something but it was never you know it was never like she wasn't scary she was just irritating it was like oh, god damn it there <laughs> yeah. she is again everybody shut up the buzzkill is here you know because our other drills were awesome. They'd come up and be like, hey, what do you listen to? Oh, yeah, that's great. I like this. You should check out this album. I'd end up trading music ideas with my drill sergeant. That was cool. They treated you like a real person in, in advanced training. It wasn't like basic training where you were just a maggot to be pushed around. Like the advanced training, just you're there for so long, you just became like family with these people. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I never really got that. <laughs> there are times where I got that feeling. Most of the times felt like a maggot. <laughs> well, yeah, I right to the very end I did really because you know I got I got screwed with uh and and I spoke my mind about shit and and that got me in trouble a lot, you know, and and I could pass all my physical training tests perfectly but i've always been overweight and i didn't pass their arbitrary test that said that i could continue to you know gain in rank and get awards and stuff and it was like okay well fuck you then i'm not i'm not playing this game anymore i'm just gonna you know ride out my end to my end do my job and i'm not going to try to excel anymore and it really fucked my head up actually because because I kind of I feel like I threw away a lot of potential. You know, I, I could have retired by now if I had if I had played my cards differently. Uh, but eh, you know, what ifs? To... You make yeah. those decisions. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm not bemoaning it. I'm just saying it's interesting to think where I'd be today if, you know. But at what, what cost, right? Right. Well, and to to me right now, the ultimate cost is the life that I know. You know, I I, yeah. I don't I don't want to um, sacrifice that. You know, to see how it worked out in in other terms. But I am curious. It's like a thought experiment. Something to yeah. Well, I've I've about. always felt that the military is is a lifestyle. It like, is. That's not. It's not a career it's, it's a fucking lifestyle like you you have to love it yeah you really do yeah and i knew some guys who right from the very beginning they were like yep this is it for me i i figured out where i want to be for the rest of my life and i'm gonna go airborne and i'm gonna go air assault and i'm gonna go special forces and black ops and i'm gonna be this super gung-ho and then later on i'm going to be the sergeant major of the army and you know all these plans all the way out and and doesn't work out that way does no it doesn't no more often than not you're just sitting in some fucking office somewhere waiting for something to happen yeah yeah there's only one of those positions Well, I, I think, think we're, now we're starting to peter yeah, out. I'm yeah. running out of steam for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, it is customary for us at the end of our episodes to have someone telling a story or relating something and then have Mike cut them off to say that we run out of time. Would you like the honor? Sure. All right. Are we going to we, we never did that. Uh, what was that thing I brought up where you say a word and I have tell a story oh yeah you know i when i came back from my little break i was going to suggest that but you guys were talking about something and we just got right back into it it just means you're gonna have to come back on again yeah yeah that's all yeah yeah that's That's exactly what that means yep i mean if you want to oh yeah i'd love to this is great i mean i'm pretty i'm pretty depleted but that's in a good way yeah 
Yeah. Oh, oh I'm done. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta finish myself off. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Uh, so I just gotta tell the story. When yep, just go yeah, ahead and start telling a story. Ah, man, so many stories. Oh my gosh. Just make something up. Something uh, that you don't mind being interrupted halfway through. Oh. Yeah. So don't, don't have it be a good story. It better not be a good story. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not putting too much pressure on you here. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, pressure, 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 pressure. One day, <laughs> one day there was this guy, and he told me about his sister, and uh, uh, she had weird genital warts. Was she hot? I mean, yeah, but she had genital warts. Yeah, I mean, I can get past that. A little extra lump and bump. No big deal. She looked better with clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I would love to continue to listen to this story about the hot girl with genital warts, but uh, I just looked at the clock and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be a story for another time. Ah. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like giving you cummies three weeks in a row. Why do you do that? Because I'm so lazy. Why would you hurt <laughs> me like that? This is uh... because you love it. Bye. All right, we are good to go. Ooh. Wow, that was a monumental session there. Oh.